Welcome in to SWB at home version. Check out my pad. Now, if you're just listening to audio, that is it. great because we are at our houses. Lauren Leal, Jeff Michael yeah. with you for another week. Another awesome summer day, sports with balls. Uh, Jeff. Yeah. Lots of news broke this Ooh. weekend. And I'm like, yeah, we're getting kind of into it. But I just got to ask you, how you, how do you feel about the X? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the Twitter Elon X? Musk X. Ooh, so I, yes. saw, I saw today where he was trying to change the sign in San Francisco, but didn't have a permit, right? So the actual San Francisco Fire Department came up. He didn't have a permit for the big equipment to, turn, to change the sign at the Twitter facility. So uh, our building, whatever. And uh, so they had to stop him from changing the bird logo. And uh, apparently, I guess he'll get the um, he'll, he'll get the permits to do it and it will be an X. Um, so honestly, that's why I don't know. he's doing the X on the side of the building tonight. It was yeah. like, this is going to go live tonight. And it's yeah, like, so yeah, he was changing the entire logo. Uh, I look, I, I'm not on Twitter that much. Um, I haven't really got to that point yet to where I'm like a Twitter guy. Cause I feel like you have to be, you have to have like, 40,000 followers to make a difference on Twitter or something like that. I'm not there yet, but uh, those of y'all that are listening, go to Jeff Michael underscore four, two, two or Lauren double underscore Leo on Twitter and follow us because <laughs> they so are up like, on the screen. The thing is like, do we say Twitter anymore? Do we just call it the X? Is it Xing oh. whenever you tweet someone? It's not tweeting them. You're Xing them. Like, I don't understand. Like you, you just did a tweet. I, I don't get it. You did an X. No, like, I think it's still, no, I believe it's still Twitter. It's just, does it, you know, it, it, well, for me, if you get a notification, is it still the beep, beep or the bird? <laughs> exactly. I saw it's funny you say that because I saw like a little uh gif of a, a blue, like uh cartoon bird, and it was and it said they fired me with a sad face. And yeah, like, oh, oh the, the poor little bird, the little oh. tweety bird is gone, but yeah, it's weird. It's gonna be the X, and are people gonna use it as an outlet right now for news, whether it be sports or politics? They still I don't know. There's a, there was a ton of athletes tweeting all over the weekend. Like it was nuts. We had uh look, we had Messi. We had his, his debut over the weekend. We had some more soccer news that broke today that has to do with a billion dollars. But soccer is actually in a lot of the news right now. We had some golf. We had a great golf tournament this weekend. The baseball uh, deadline's coming up at the NFL since training camp. We talked to you guys last Monday, but now the NFL's really, really uh, starting to take over the news, and we see it already. We heard about the running backs and uh, Saquon not getting paid. Jay, uh, Jacob's not getting paid. Oh, I can hear that. <laughs> and so then you hear uh josh jacobs not getting paid and uh now you're we're starting to see the fallback of that or the fallout actually and so we're going to get into that a little bit today uh the nfl it, it's back almost right like it's starting to really take shape and as soon as these guys reported to camp like they did this tuesday boom now you, you already see injuries we'll talk about some injuries today but uh yeah man lots going on in the nfl world in the sports world in general um but lauren how was your weekend uh what'd you do i saw you were out in the sun again this weekend oh okay. well, <laughs> what go ahead, go ahead. where were you well, gonna go where were you gonna go did you okay so there was a couple of concerts look those of y'all that are listening audio video whatever but paying attention uh we're in houston texas and there was a couple of um I, whoa, I guess. Whoa, whoa, what are we getting out here? Concerts okay. this weekend. I am weekend. so confused. Okay. They're, they're the um, 
Shania uh, Twain was in town. I know that was a big one. My mom so, went. Yeah, so was Sublime. Sublime. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Where was Sublime at in town? Uh, the Woodlands. And it was sort of like... Um, what? I guess on Friday? Uh, Friday. I think it was Friday and or Saturday. That was uh, Kevin Anthony tweeted, or not tweeted in, but commented already. Lauren is a real life Barbie. We know that movie came out. It's been hey, everywhere. I'm surprised. You, you, oh, you got Pink on there. You go. There, yeah, there it is uh, for the movie. Are I you going to go see that movie? Okay, I'm I'm conflicted. I grew up. I love Barbie. I love Pink. I'm a girl, yeah. um, and I want to see it. I've just heard a lot of controversial uh, news on it, so like topics, yeah. um, and so it just makes me sad because I'm like, oh, I just want it to be like Life of Barbie, happiness, pool parties, yeah. all the Barbie stuff that you do whenever you're a little girl. Um, but I heard it's not like that, so. I planned to see it yesterday. That didn't take place. I don't know if I'm going to spend my money on it. I don't know if I need to, if Wait it's going it to be a waste of money. Yeah. Are you going to see it? That's pretty funny, Lauren. But no. thank you, Kevin, for saying that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin also said he took both his daughters and his wife to go see it this past weekend. No, I, don't, I have no plans to go see Barbie. My daughter went to California today to go to Disneyland, so she's out of town. Um, I've what we, There's four weeks left till school starts. I, I'm more focused on that than I am going to see Barbie. I'll wait till my daughter probably watches it on TV. So, no, I'm not. But the, I was bringing up the concert thing because Sublime was here. And uh, Shania Twain, which you said your mom uh, went and saw, but like I feel like it's uh, midlife crisis concerts. Like every my feed was just full of like thirty-five to fifty-five year olds, like reliving their past. And I was like, man, these people are gonna hurt tomorrow. They're hey, gonna hurt really bad tomorrow. That has nothing to do with midlife crisis. Shania Twain made some dang good music. I mean, Let's Go <sighs> Girls is iconic. Everyone knows that song. Um, and then, of course, like, whose bed have your boots been under? I mean, she has so many <laughs> classics. You cannot say that going to her concert is a midlife crisis. That is a fun dang show. I will say, though, like, my mom and all of her girlfriends, it was like one of their birthdays or something. So you know what they did? They rented a party bus. Nice. Drove up there. There you go. Went out to eat and then uh, came back. So, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, them. hey, you can't hate on it. I just think you're maybe you're a little jealous that you didn't go see uh, the red no. wig out there. You know, no. she she had, she had a huge red, red wig. I saw, I saw videos. I saw tons of videos from people that were on my You saw all you needed to so, see. Yeah, it was it was good. Shania Twain, good job. Good um, job. Kevin Anthony, I want to know what you thought about the movie since yeah. you saw yeah. it. With you guys that are paying attention uh, on all the social media channels, thank you guys for joining in on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, all of them. Thank you, guys. Uh, tweet us your questions, or uh, if you're on Facebook or whatever platform you're on, ask us the questions. We'll try to get to them throughout the show. There is a lot to go over as far as baseball and the NFL are concerned, and a lot of soccer news. Uh, I want to get into some soccer as well. So, uh, Lauren, let, let's get at it. Let's get after it. Let's go. Where do you want to go? Where, where are we going first? I wanted to go to the huge meeting yesterday. Ah, okay. NFL. 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 Let's so, uh, so yeah, all the running backs, I literally had a work call this morning and it was brought up on it because we were talking about your Dallas Cowboys. We, think. <laughs> um, we were just talking yeah. about all how, right. so all of these court or all of these running backs came together and it was apparently orchestrated by Los Angeles, Austin Eckler. Uh, yeah. of the Rams, which is surprising to me. And I'll tell you why in a minute, but Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, 
uh, Saquon Barkley, Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, and Josh Jacobs took yep. part on this meeting that took place, um, like I said, on, oh, I'm sorry, it was Saturday, not Sunday. So it was very interesting to see all of these guys took, take place talking about the pay that running backs get and why they feel that they need more. These four-year contracts aren't huge contracts per se, what a quarterback gets, what a wide receiver gets, what yeah. a kicker gets, just, just different amounts. And so they're like, hey, we put in our work, we we do what we can, and we don't get compensated for it. And uh, Nick Chubb, rightfully so, said right now, there's really nothing we can do. We're kind yeah. of handcuffed with the situation. We're the only position that our production hurts us the most. If we go out there and run 2,000 yards with so many carries the next year, they're going to say, you're probably worn down. It's tough. It hurts at the end of the day. Uh, end quote by Nick Chubb. And it's true. It's like, yeah. you know, it, it really is true. It wears and tears down your body. But you got to look at the longevity. If you're an owner, if you're a team, if you are running a franchise, you got to see who's going to be there and where the money is going to get allotted to. So it's like, I understand. I see where these players are come from, but you got to look at it from the bigger picture yeah. and you're just a piece of the team. I look, I I'm, I'm on board with everything you said. And even Nick Chubb, like even, you know, after these running backs had this meeting this week and he's right, he's 100% right. Like, what are you going to do? Like th these guys get workhorsed out between their first five years and you know, their original contracts are really their biggest ones because after that, their value shoots tremendously down. And if we go over uh, the last, what, let's see, Super Bowl winning leading rushers since their salaries since 2009 are all below $2.5 million a year. So what you're seeing there is a, a top tier running back does not uh, uh, actually guarantee you a Super Bowl or a, even the equivalent of getting into the Super Bowl, right? Like, so you, you're not getting if a 10, if you pay a running back $10 million a year, like look what happened to Zeke, right? So Dallas Cowboys will go there. That's, that's the reason you're not getting paid. Like, let's just be honest. Like Zeke Elliott, uh, Leonard Fournette got all this money and they just dr drastically declined. And it's, it's not necessarily their fault because they do get absolutely bruised up the first four or five years and under their rookie deals. And that's just what happens. And it's, that is just the nature of the beast as the running back position goes. And we're even seeing it start to translate into college. You don't see big time running backs in college that much anymore. It's all about the ball getting thrown in the air, right? Like Austin Eckler is a great, great running back, but he's not a bruiser. He's not Derrick Henry. He's catching balls out of the backfield constantly. So I believe so that. Go ahead. Well, you believe what? What were you going to say? I believe that the positions could dramatically change. And look in San Francisco and all these teams that are very, very successful. Positions or the yeah. amounts they get paid? Well, the position's changing, right? Like they can use like Debo Samuel. He's a wide mm -hmm. receiver, but can also be used as a running back. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, they don't need like, yeah, do they need a workhorse? Like New York, Daniel Jones. Like I'll, I'll do the Giants, for example. And Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones 100% needs Saquon Barkley. That is how that offense is running. He's that's not going to no get a secret. pass. Uh, yeah, and that's like that's it. They're going to work Saquon to death. But guess what? They're not multi-talented uh, at any other position. So do they have to pay him? Maybe, but maybe not, right? Like they're not going anywhere. They're not going far in the playoffs with Saquon as a running back. So they invest in offensive linemen and wide receivers and in a quarterback. That's what all these other teams are doing. Like that, that's where the money's getting going to so your left tackle, your left guard and your, your, your defensive pass runners, your wide receivers. Those are the key positions now. And you just said this a second ago is right on point. Running backs, just not a top three position anymore. 
You're going to pay your quarterback. You're going to pay your wide receivers. You're going to pay your edge rushers. Those and your offensive linemen now are getting paid way more than your running backs. Jeff, this also made me think about this too. Whenever, not just the production, well, okay, half production standpoint, but also if you're a fan, the excitement of the game, when you're watching it, what's more exciting? Catching a touchdown in the end zone or running it in a couple of yards? I mean, a touchdown is a touchdown. You're going to be excited for your team no matter what. But, uh, you know, we've seen the change in MLB with their changes, trying to keep up with the times and not making the game so lengthy. And I just, it just kind of made me think about running backs and the excitement of on the ground versus through the air. And then like the production quality, like it's quicker to get touchdowns. It's quicker to score whenever you keep it through the air because the clocks, you know, doesn't stop. Well, unless they run out, but you know what I mean? It's just quicker when they get the ball Like you want the ball, you want the offense spread out now. Constantly, yeah. like the wider the field, the better. And the, the, these running backs have to be catching running backs. Now they're all third down backs. There's no such thing anymore. I mean, there is like if you have a, a you know, Derrick Henry, right? Like run him up the middle twice. You're getting five, eight, you know, yards like that. But those guys are few and far between now and they get used and bruised up. And look this meeting, like you just said, Chubb said it right on. Like, what are they going to do? Like nothing. The offense football, the NFL is changing and it, it dramatically as far as the passing game goes. We see it all the like ever since Peyton Manning, like it's just really, really starting to change into a pass heavy league. It is not run the ball, play action anymore. Like third down, we know you're throwing the ball. It's just, you can't cover seven guys. And that's what they have going on now. Well then too, I think about the longevity, like I said a minute ago with they are getting like beaten and torn up quickly. And the guys that participated on this phone call on this meeting and I was kind of curious and to know Derrick Henry, his stance on it. He's strong stance behind it. Christian McCaffrey, guys that have already been in the league, because I feel like this could hurt them in some way. Um, but at the same time, how much longer are they going to be in the NFL? Yeah. So Derrick Henry was drafted in 2016. He was hurt what last year before last. He's been hurt almost um, every year now in the last two three yeah. seasons. Uh, George Kittle hurt a lot. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey was hurt. Yeah, knee. Um, so I mean, you you Her go ankle, from running back to run. I know Kittle wasn't on the call, but like you you go. Oh, I'm sorry, Kittle is tight end. What am I thinking? Um, but you you go through these guys and they get they get injured. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Yeah, because they get you know you have 320 pound linemen that run four four forties hitting them. Uh, it's just and they get drugged down from behind. That happens a lot. These running backs like they're expendable and it sucks. Like it sucks if you're an NFL running back and you're into college. Like when you're growing up now in high school, do you want to be a running back or a wide receiver? Uh, probably wide receiver. <laughs> running backs, uh, you're not going to get paid that much and you're going to get bruised up. So the position, but 100% is changing. In 2020, the Buccaneers uh, won the Super Bowl. Leonard's four Fournette's base salary was two million. 2019, Damian Williams, 1.5. These are running backs of the Super Bowl winning teams, right? In 2018, the Patriots paid Sony Mitchell $480,000. That's their starting running back in the Super Bowl. All right. Like, Laguerre Blunt, the two years prior to that, well, what, what year? What year was that? That was 2018. Wow. They're starting running backs, 480 grand. That's it. So, That's I it. mean, you go down the list, C.J. Anderson, LeGarrette Blunt, Percy Harvin, Ray Rice, Ahmad Bradshaw, James Starks. James Starks for the Packers in 2010, his salary was $320,000, and they won the Super Bowl. So it doesn't translate to have to pay your running back $10 million a year. It doesn't translate into a Super Bowl. And so, it, like, it, it just doesn't make sense. And you said it a minute ago when Nick Chubb made, made his, uh, you know, his comments prevalent. It's like, he's right. These owners, 
They're looking at the numbers, and it's like uh, if I'm like paying a twenty million dollar guy or twenty million dollars a year to a running back does not translate into a Super Bowl. And look at like Kevin Anthony brought it up a second ago, and it's up here on the screen. Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, and Zeke Elliott—all prime examples of that. I'll give you one example to the exception. Okay. Emmett Smith. Well, that's a long time ago, right? Emmett like, Smith was able to hold his own for a long time. But I'm pretty sure if I go back in the records, Emmett Smith got his Super Bowls uh, early in his career. Later on, he was just going after a record. But uh, you know, and we're t- this is that's a long time ago. That's '90s, right? So this is the new NFL, and that's what I'm talking about. This is from 2009 on. 460 grand, 320 grand, 1.5 million, 2 million, 730 thousand, 585, six or 760 thousand. These are all under a million dollars on Super Bowl winning teams. That's how much their running backs are paid. So, uh, like this Zoom call happened. Good for them. I understand where they're coming from, like you said, but is it going to change anything? Uh, man, I, I doubt it. If I were these guys, get your money while you can get it. Or, or uh, where you can. And speaking of that, so Christian McCaffrey is the highest paid right now running back in the league. He's at 16 mil per year. Yeah. So, and that goes through 2025, still working backtracking off of that Carolina Panthers team. And Saquon was offered $13 million a year and turned it down. I I want everybody to know that that is a huge thing. You know, I don't know how much he's looking for, but uh, if you're going to sit out, he, if he sits out, it's $500,000 per game. Right. So So Tony Pollard did receive the franchise tag. Yeah. So he'll, he, he will report to camp. He'll play under the franchise tag and he'll look for a new deal next year. 100%. But he, there's no qualms with the team. He doesn't have issues. He's showing up for camp. The Dallas Cowboys will have Tony Pollard Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, Saquon will not be in New York. Not yet. And neither will Josh Jacobs and, and for Las Vegas. And both of those guys, and both of those teams rely heavily on both of those guys. I just look, if you're getting 13 million as a running back, I understand you want you want to maximize it as much as possible. But right now, in the current market of NFL, and I just read off all those uh, numbers from Super Bowl winning teams, in the current market, 13 million dollars a year for a running back, take it. <laughs> take it. And I know that Saquon and Josh Jacobs, this was the crappy part. Both of them were in the building. In fact, I think it was Saquon or Josh. One of one of the uh, they I were think sitting Saquon in the was lot. sitting in his parking lot. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Sitting in the parking lot, waiting to Gotta go in to sign papers, and uh, they wouldn't budge. Now, I do believe that Saquon in New York will eventually get on the same page, and they'll give him some incentives, and he'll get somewhere around 12, 13, 14 million this year, and uh, they'll move forward, right? But uh, I, I don't, I can't imagine that he takes off five hundred thousand dollars a week. That's a lot of money, man. So we'll see what happens with the running back situation. I, I look, I I'm I'm with the owners and I'm also with the running backs. It's just a different league, and they have to understand. It's a different it. league. I will say, if you have a stud like Derrick Henry, you go yep. to those Tennessee Titans games. That is who you're cheering for. Yep. So these guys can be standouts and make their presence known and sell a lot of merchandise for the team. Yeah. Uh, you just have to be that much bigger and faster. It just doesn't translate. Not to even Super Bowls. bigger, just faster. Yeah, it just doesn't translate to Super Bowls. Yeah, it's fun to go watch Saquon run. It's fun to see uh, Josh Jacobs run, and like you said, your point, fun to see uh, Derrick Henry run. But guess what? None of those teams are in the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> like everybody wants to watch Pat Mahomes and they, they're in the Super Bowl and they don't have a great running back. In fact, uh, I was just about back- to say, and who's who's the running back there? Is it Honey Badger? No, Honey Badger's not there anymore. No, Honey Badger's defense. And he, he is. Defense. In, what am I thinking? Yeah, Honey Badger. All over well, the place. LSU. It is a Monday, guys. I fell. Out <laughs> Are we going to bring that up? We're going to bring of that this up. This chair. I mean, uh, I have to allude to why my brain is not. 
it's functioning. But and maybe it's not maybe you hit your head on the when you fell out of the chair a minute ago. I hey, we weren't live, but man, uh, I I, I don't want to say I wish we were live because that was that's you rude. did. You literally said uh, I wish we were live, Lauren. You would be in a spiral because I funny. fell backwards off of my chair. Headphones came off my head. I, it was a mess. Kevin Anthony just chimed in. I guess we'll move to this. We'll get back to some NFL in a little bit because I wanted to talk about this for a minute. This is unbelievable, Kevin. We were talking about the money situation. Mbappe, all right. Did you see this contract that was offered to him? I believe today. This is uneffing believable. When I read it, I, I I damn near fell over. All right. How much people will pay to watch an athlete? It's nuts. So all Hilal's package offer for Kylian Mbappe, one year, one point one billion dollars. Uh, they got to pay a $332 million transfer fee to PSG. So his salary, Mbappe's salary, would be $776 million for one year. That's more than LeBron James made in his entire career in the NBA. That's more than all the MLS soccer teams combined would make. It is $764.6 uh, million a month. $64.6 million a month. <laughs> what? 14.7 million a week, 2.1 million dollars a day, and if you want to go by hour, he's making $88,000 an hour. Oh my gosh. Whoa. I I don't even know where to start with this. Like <laughs> you would change the world with this money, but the people giving him this money, yeah. what are you thinking? So um that's, that's just the how the Saudi works. That's just how, that's why I say, oh, what someone would pay to see an athlete play. Like, yeah. you know, and well, it's I'm just. Not, I'm not going to recoup this money, right? They don't have a, they don't have enough attendance to go to these games, but that's not, that's what the question is. Why are they willing to pay all this money? My answer strictly is, and I, I look, I've, I've listened to a lot of talk shows and stuff. Like, these guys are worth trillions, like trillion, little, tr they're trillionaires and we've never seen it. They don't have to report anything. They literally are trillionaires. So to us, 1.1 billion is a, a lot to them. That's nothing. That's like a million dollars to a billionaire. That's nothing. Drop in a bucket, right? These guys are trillionaires. I just don't know what they're trying to accomplish by paying these guys this, this money. Are they trying to get into a different market? Are they trying to look somewhat different? $1.1 billion for one year. That's, That's it. insane. What? It's insane. I, I, I think about that. I think about, okay, you have all of these women in MLS, like W, I'm sorry, W. WNBA? No. WNBA, but um, in WLS. Oh, the Women's Soccer League. Women's Soccer League. And right. you have other women's sports in general, and they're fighting for, like, equality and to make the right amount of money. Then you have one man making a billion dollars. But uh, it's just where – it's like an owners of a team. It's where they want to put the money at. It's who they care most about. It's who they want to see. I just want to know, if I am on that team with you, I'm like, bro. <laughs> You're sharing that with me. Are you kidding me? $788,000 an hour. <laughs> okay. Do you know the other people on his team, the other athletes on his team and how much of their contracts are worth? Because no, I don't. If they're and... anywhere in the millions in general, I mean, you got to look at how loaded those athletes are. The entire team is. I want to know. I want to know the salary of that entire roster. Yeah, uh, yeah, unbelievable. And you just wonder, like, for one year, seven hundred and seventy-six million dollars. Like, uh, 
how will people look at you? I, I, you know, I don't know many people that would turn that down for one year. Look, you swallow your pride like, oh, well, I don't know. Dude, that's generational money. That is that is money that will set your entire family up, your entire family up for for three or four generations with nobody having to work or lift a finger. Uh, and that is, I mean, look, I'm not saying that that's what you should do, but man, that is a lot of money. You even had Giannis Antetokounmpo today put out on Twitter that he was like, he was like, I kind of look like the guy pay me that money. Like, I mean, these are NBA stars. That's more money in one year than LeBron James made in the entire 20 years of his NBA career. Is is this what lit the fire for all these running backs right here? Oh no! Uh, I- <laughs> Woo! Maybe. Hey, look, that's a great idea. Why don't they bring? Look, they've got all this money, and they're trying to pay Mbappe one billion dollars. Start an NFL team. I know plenty of NFL players. They don't players. care about <laughs> NFL. <laughs> well, they care about know, but, soccer. Uh, Man, but if they're well, and if they're trying to infiltrate the United States or whatever people's political views may be on this, like start an NFL team. I know Saquon and Josh Jacobs would be running over there right now, literally. Oh, <laughs> it's like what it's like what we saw million? on the PGA I mean, tour. All of those athletes would yeah. just go straight to LIV. I mean, Look what happened? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and now and they're now, combining forces, and yes. we're going to see if the government is going to allow it. Yeah, so that that was the first step for them, and now they're moving into soccer. Why not NFL? If they started an NFL team, woof, man. So. Jeff, um, just to ask a couple questions on clarification of this trade, this is still all in the Saudi area. This is all in the league. Like, this is not coming to the U.S. as far as Kalyan. Um, no, 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 no. This is in, um, I don't know. Okay, so it's the Al-Hilal's package. That's the team, I believe. Package offer for Kylian Mbappe. It's one year, $1.1 billion. So um, I don't know the league. I know that I know that Ronaldo's over there, right? I don't know exactly how much he got paid, but Ronaldo's going over there for, I think, a year. Now, they were, remember, we said they were trying to get uh, Messi, right? Like before, we thought he was all going over there because his deal was almost similar to, to what Mbappe just got. So we thought, but he ended up signing with Miami. Uh, good for him. And so they went straight after Mbappe after they could not get Messi, right? So here we are now. What is Mbappe going to do? Um, man, if I'm PSG, that's the soccer team that he plays for right now. I take the $332 million transfer fee. (laughs) It's one year. This is only one year. We're not talking about 10-year contract. We're not talking about lifetime where you got to move your family. No, no, no. We're just talking about 365 days. This guy's making $88,000 an hour for the next year. Sign me up. Nobody's going to remember this five, 10 years from now at all. But you're going to be $776 million richer. Yeah, it's crazy because I I just wonder about the whole messy deal when he opted out of this and chose to play for Inter Miami CF. Yep. So why? What? Oh, well, so he's got a deal. So his is long term. He he sort of has the David Beckham deal where he's going to get a really really cheap buy in for the team, and he also owns now part of Adidas. Anything that Adidas sells through uh through the team that he plays for there in Miami, he owns part of that. Like so. Okay, so not got- the swimsuits. No, I'd like that Adidas to. came out with. Are <laughs> no, you going to wear one of those, by the way, Jeff? Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, no. look, if I lived in Miami, I don't know. Maybe. You Did you see the stars over at this game? You would wear one of those one piece swimsuits from Adidas. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, did i see what what did you say did you okay so uh, you know getting back to Messi in miami you saw that obviously he played this weekend right and he scored the game-winning goal in the last minute uh, got a penalty kick and Messi scores it did you see all the stars that were there 
I did not. Tom Brady, Kim Kardashian, LeBron James. It's Miami. Of, yeah, a bunch of hip hop artists. Uh, it, it was uh, it was a star studded event. Of course, David Beckham was there, and of course, Messi nails the game winning goal in true Messi fashion with a penalty kick in the ninety plus minutes. So it sealed the game for him. Uh, it was a great start to his career there. It was good to see. That stadium looks like it's busy. It only holds about 20,000 people, though. So I don't know how that's going to translate in money-wise. But they're going to generate plenty of revenue through this pink jersey. His, his jersey sold out everywhere. You cannot get it. It's backlogged everywhere. Go to Amazon and try to buy this pink jersey of Messi. And they made him the captain, of course, of the team today. Uh, so if you were in Miami, would you, go, would you go check out a Messi game? I mean, for $500? I think that's the tickets are. Um, if I had that kind of money, I would, but, uh, cause I, I mean, I think it'd be fun to go there. The atmosphere. I live for the hype, Jeff. I'm the hype girl. I love yeah. to hype up events and concerts and, uh, matches. So yeah, I would, because everybody else was going, but yeah. my, you know, would you, uh, if I could sit next to Kim, I'll probably go. Really? I saw that. Uh, yeah. Her I, go, I go hang out with Kim for a minute. There. I saw, uh, they interviewed her. Yeah, they went and partied afterwards. There's a bunch of stuff. Like, I'm, we're not going to get into the Gossip Girl stuff right now, but uh, there was a lot of action. There, Tom Brady was linked to her over the weekend, but now we find out Tom's got a new girlfriend, by the way. Uh, already confirmed new supermodel girlfriend. Um, but, yeah, there was yeah, a lot no of parties. Yeah, no way him yes? and Kim are happening. No, no way no, no. him and Kim are happening. No, but they were they were trying to talk like it I was. I know. They tried to make it a whole thing. <laughs> I saw it, too, and I was just like, yeah, yeah right. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun uh, watching all these stars and get down to Miami. Miami's a great town. You go there a lot. I go there a lot. Um, but I, 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 don't, I wouldn't drop $500. Well, I don't know, man. Maybe I would. I've never seen Messi play, right? I've seen Michael Jordan play. I've never watched Tiger play golf. It's still a, that's still a dream. But uh, you get a chance to go see him. I, right? Okay, 500 well spent if my Probably. was on the court. And my I, son would shoot oh. me if I didn't take him. So it's 1000 Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He well, you know mad. what? Your son is so set up. Cole hasn't made. <laughs> you take him to well. so many baseball games. Yeah. He gets all the memorabilia, all the cards. I know that you said that y'all went and got some last week or something like that. This um, is a one of a hundred Jordan Alvarez card. Your, uh, Jordan Alvarez. This you is go. a one of a hundred card. It's number 31 out of a hundred that we just got the other day. It's pretty cool. See? See? Yeah. Cole's yep. got Altuve, Altuve signed that hat right there. Yeah, he's good to go. And, 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 you know, but look, he absolutely loves the Astros. And I, I wish that I could uh, go do all the things that uh, that he gets to do. Right. That stuff's fantastic. Speaking of the Astros heading into a series facing the Rangers uh, tonight, Ooh. actually. Um, yep. What are your quick thoughts on this? This series. Itself. I was hoping to see Alvarez back, Jordan. Uh, I know he was down in AAA playing this past weekend, did pretty well. He uh, was, was on the field warming up earlier as well was he okay so he's yes. back with the team i know he wasn't in the starting lineup so we'll see if maybe he pinch hits tonight um i don't know they haven't made it official that he's back on the roster yet so uh, i'm waiting for that to come out and it should happen I mean, if it hadn't happened already it should happen pretty soon so uh jordan is back with the astros i just don't know if he's on the roster yet and who they're gonna send down but this is a big series for both these teams um, the Rangers were started off hot. I think they won their first eight games coming out of the break and now they've kind of cooled off a little bit, but the, they're in a three game set and the Astros are three games back. 
And this is going to be a fun race uh, through the rest of the season. Now, I do think the Astros are a better team when they have Jordan and Altuve back in the lineup, and they're going to pick up another pitcher at the trade deadline, and we'll get into that in a second. But I think the Astros are a better team, and they will eventually win the division. But it's fun to see a little uh, little controversy at the top of this division. I like it. I, I'm down for this. Like this, this three games this weekend, or this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, will be fantastic in the city of Houston. They, they will all be packed. Absolutely. I just had to ask you about it because the Rangers are sitting ahead of Houston right now by three games. Oh, I hate to hear that. Um, (laughs) So we'll, yeah, we'll see. I was, I was getting on Twitter just to see some of what I looked at earlier on my phone about BP and some of the guys that were on the field that was going to prove that, you know, Jordan being out there just to clarify, but I know I saw that earlier. Anyway, the first time I click on my computer and go to Twitter and the huge X symbol pops up instead of the little bird. Is it I on there now? I don't like it. I Wait, don't like is it, it. Is it on there now? Yes. Oh, it is. I just yes. said X. Look at that. The Twitter the Twitter sign has officially been changed. That makes wow. me sad. I like the little bird. Honestly, Twitter has never been my favorite, but kind of got to have it. Um, but I like the little birdie. That's pretty crazy. I'm staring at it now. That's wild. All right. Well, yeah. now it's X. Twitter was created when I was in high school and I remember I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. No one's going to keep doing this. They tweeted, people would tweet like little, like, oh, eating lunch here or, (laughs) and I'm just like, that's so dumb. That's going to die out so quick. Here we are years later. Big place for athletes, uh, famous people, celebrities, stuff like that. Huge, huge place for that. Didn't. Okay. So you still have to pay for your subscription, like your little check mark. If you are one of those people, right? No, anybody can get one now. You just pay six, nine, nine or eight. Yeah. No, but like, obviously if you are in office or if you're (laughs) like, yeah, you kind of got to be verified. Right. Like, so there was a new thing that got opened up too, right? They had it. And I've heard nothing about it. Um, like uh, Mark Zuckerberg came up with a new kind of Twitterish site, right? I can't even tell you the name of it, it's but last week, mega, I think, but yeah, yeah. popular last week, and then boom, fella. I, I've heard nothing about that place, and I still don't even Sucks know what it's to suck, Mark. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's gonna make it, but uh, yeah, Twitter has a new handle. It's just X. There you go. Um. So today, also in other Astros news. Lance McCullers Jr. announced that he has opened up a coffee and cocktails bar called Mavin Coffee and Cocktails at Minute Maid Park. It's near Union Station. Are you going to go and support Lance McCullers, Jeff? No. no. I mean, I, I don't drink coffee at baseball games, so no. I mean, good for well, him. If it were not at Minute Maid Park, would you go? The coffee's good, sure. I don't go to Starbucks. I I, I make my coffee at That's home. That's not but- Okay. Okay, well, there you go from a coffee perspective. But in general, Lance McCullers Jr. is not playing. He yeah. is probably not going to come back. He's getting surgery. You know, the list goes on and on of Lance McCullers and what he hasn't done. But, of course, you know, he came up clutch last season with the World Series, so on and so forth. But, I mean, in general, are you super supportive of his community events when he's not really alive to the roster? No, it looks like he's trying to do different things. And look, I think all like Bregman has his salsa, right? So like these guys try to go yeah, towards different w- avenues and make make money. They're, he's already planning for life after baseball, right? Like that's what he said. Coffee, yeah, coffee that, and that, cocktails. That's, that's, that's but but he started a dog thing uh, a couple of years ago. Like well, I think he, Bregman's he, it's salsa. like a foster, it's like a dog foster. 
I think Alex Bregman's Breggy Bomb Sauce does well because it's Houston based and he's played and he's he's beloved by the community. I know that the grocery stores here carry it. I don't know that Lance McCullers Jr. has that love that Alex Bregman has. From no, the, from Alex the Bregman's got a little swag, and so I yeah. think it's it's kind of like prestigious. Like I don't know, Alex Bregman kind of does it. Like he he's he's in good with a bunch of Houston peeps. Definitely. Definitely. And that's what, that's why I'm saying that it, it just, it doesn't translate into uh, Lance McCullers Jr. Like I'm not going to go to the grocery store and see a bag of coffee grounds with Lance McCullers on it and go, yeah, man, I'm going to buy that. No, I'm not. Now, Breggy's sauce. I'll try it. <laughs> like, yeah. Sure, no, I want to try. I want to try his salsa. I really maybe do. okay. Maybe we'll, I'll bring some next Monday. I'll bring some to the and we'll try it at Christian's tailgate. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll grab a thing and we'll get some chips from Christian's tailgate because I'm oh. I'm down to try it too. I'll grab like three or four because there's different types. And if right? we make and if we make a business deal to get his salsa into Christian's tailgate, boom. Oh, there you go. Bam. Jeff, look we're at winning. It. Look at it. Uh, look, want to give a shout out to Weston <laughs> at WestonCG.com. Give him a shout at uh, 832-534-2374. West at WestonCG.com. All your exterior construction and specializing in roofing, which uh, I have a storm at my house right now, which is amazing because it doesn't rain in Houston anymore. So uh, I'm actually digging this, but uh, thunder and lightning over here. So if my roof gets hail or anything, uh, we'll give Wes a call or hit him up at Wes at WestonCG.com. Uh, also, Chris's tailgate. We uh, got to give a shout out to them. We just talked about them. We are there all the time. Uh, we just couldn't make it over there today because our producer is out of town watching his favorite soccer team, which we talked about earlier. And uh, we'll be back with Jason next Monday. So uh, give a shout out to him. And we'll be back at Christian Tailgate next Monday. Absolutely. And Chewy, just to pick up right where you left off, thank you so much for everyone out there for viewing, commenting, uh, being interactive with us. We love to hear what you have to say, regardless if we agree with your take or not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Chewy, uh, Chewy was listening in and he said it's called Threads. Threads, Threads there you go. The Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that was yeah. that was through Facebook, but I think Twitter's here to stay. It's just the X I'm not crazy about. Uh, but in other news, uh, Jeff, talk about playing the game. You and I feel this way. We've said it for years on this show about the NBA and how superstars don't need to be superstars, just play the game, right? Yep. Austin Rivers has come out and basically said this, basically saying you're here to play your contract. And I know he's not a huge name in the NBA, but he's been a th through a couple of teams and everybody knows who his father is. He says, regardless of how good you are as a player, the NBA is not. It's a privilege. If you're a free agent, you can choose where you want to go, but that's the business. But when you're not and you sign a deal, that's part of the business. If you get traded somewhere, you've got to go play. What are your thoughts on this? Well, look, he's famous because he plays in the Lakers and uh, LeBron gave him some props and he, he, look, he, he was, he was a bright spot in that team. Um, but I, I love this. I, I actually like somebody right? coming out and saying this and, uh, I wasn't necessarily an Austin rivers, um, fanatic and I'm still not, I'm, I'm, I look, I, I don't know the guy's stats. I don't keep up with Austin rivers that much, but I do applaud him coming out and saying anything because it's a sore subject with a lot of people. And, uh, Usually you see guys sit on the bench uh, where they don't want to play somewhere and they, they act bratty, uh, a.k.a. John Wall, $42 million for the Rockets. I bring that up all the time. Would not play, sat on the bench and got paid. Uh, so I applaud him coming out and actually saying something uh, that, that, that represents what I think the general public thinks about some of these NBA players and, and how they react to getting traded or not getting the contract they want.
Yeah. And I, I hear you. And that's why I brought it up just because I know both you and I have been passionate about this topic. And so for someone that's currently playing right now, I'm happy to hear him say that. And he's just saying that in regards to all these guys that are demanding trades, demanding, you know, like your contracts, like you said, not signing as much as they want, but in general, just trying to go to a different team all the time when your current team manager and GM and coach is just trying to figure out your roster and what works best. And then you're demanding to go to another side of the country to play for another team. It's just a lot. And so, you know, be grateful guys. I yeah. think I'm, I'm glad Austin Eckler stood up and said that on the podcast uh, called off guard with awesome. the ringer. There you go. Noah you Paul. Go. Welcome into the show. Thanks for joining us. He says, I am hyped for Astros and Rays. Well, I'm hyped for Astros and Rays too. We were just talking about the Astros a minute ago, but they got to get through this Rangers series first. They've got a tough next, this whole week for the Astros is going to be interesting. Very interesting. Uh, they're waiting on Jordan. I'm waiting to hear whether or not he's actually uh, back with them. We know he's in the building. I just don't know uh, if he's on, the, if he's playing tonight, he'll, he'll play one of the next three days, I'm sure. And then the next piece is getting Altuve back, right? Like you've got to get Jose back in that lineup and then figure everything out. Cause right now, Dusty Baker, has been all over the map with his lineup card. It's been obnoxious. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the Astros, uh, I think, will come up in the end. Uh, we talked about it a little earlier. If you missed anything on this show, go back. We're already 40, 41 minutes into it. If you missed anything, it will be up. The podcast version will be up right after this. Uh, go to anywhere you get any podcast arena. Just type in Sports with Balls, and the show will be on there. Uh, some more NFL stuff. You want to get to more NFL? Sure. I was just looking at some of the MLB standings real quick while we were on Astros. We talked about them facing the Rangers for this three-game series. The Tampa Bay Rays are sitting and almost really tied with Baltimore at 61 and 42. Baltimore just hasn't had as many games, so they've had less losses. Uh, so they're two games back in the AL East. And yeah, that's going to be an interesting one whenever the Astros do face them a little bit later on after this Rangers series. But yes, what uh, more NFL news did you want to get into, Jeff? Yeah, so we talked a little bit about the running backs meeting. Uh, Austin Eckler held a meeting over the weekend. Uh, Barkley and Jacobs, oh. of, of course, striking this. Um, but we had camps come up. What? Go. Real quick before we transition, because I did have some other MLB news that I wanted yeah. to say really quick. Uh, do you know the name Daniel uh, Dylan Crew? I don't. D Y L A N Crew. So he's from cool Ellis. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Cruz. Uh, so he gets. Uh, he's from the LSU Tigers as an outfielder. He's 21 years old, and he was drafted. Um, and you know what his signing bonus is? No. So he was drafted to the Washington Nationals. Where this, I feel like this show has been all about finances and yeah, we, contracts this, and a money show, money, <laughs> um, the billionaire contract in uh, the Saudi league soccer league, and you know with the running backs. If you haven't listened to any of that, go back and listen to it once yep. our podcast is up. But I wanted to bring this up while we were talking about baseball. So Dylan Cruz, he's getting a nine million signing bonus. $9 million signing bonus to the Washington Nationals. He's the second highest agreed um, to with a drafted player. So I just thought that was absolutely crazy. It was uh, Washington with the second pick in the amateur draft on July 9th. Um, and so the pitcher's agreement is it's just crazy. The one so, before so Mbappe, we were talking about that contract. Do you know how, how many days it would take Mbappe yeah. to make $9 million in that new contract? <laughs> what, like three? 
four days. Four days. Oh, so <laughs> sorry, missed one. Four oh, days. Four days, uh, and he, he would get uh, that signing bonus covered. Like, golly, um, that's nuts. That's nuts. Anyway, million a month. Uh, yeah, whatever. but uh, good for Dylan Cruz, twenty-one-year-old, uh, <laughs> yeah. signing a nine-million-dollar deal with the Nationals. Yeah, they, uh, you know, real quick while we're on signing bonuses, we've getting into this. It is a money show, right? We've been going over all sorts. It's of It's money Monday. Yeah, money Monday. There we go. Um, the NIL, the college, college football, college athletics in general is uh, really cracking down on this NIL stuff, and we're going to see something in the next two years that's going to be regulated pretty soon because uh, I, I I don't know if it's getting out of control, but it's going to be a hot topic coming up uh, probably not this year, but going into next year. Uh, there's going to be a, probably a little uh, – probably just, just a cap on it, something. Look, it's kind of like what we saw in the LIV and the PGA when, when uh, organizations are making too much money, and now that – the government sees how much the NCAA is making from the NIL. Well, of course, they got to put a cap on it because they're like, why is this happening? Um, so, yeah, I, I think that uh, we'll see something very soon. I saw Mattress Mac. Uh, he just continued. Yeah, he signed somebody. To do the NIL deal yep. here in Houston. Yeah. So, and he was apparently going to be sleeping on his roof. Um, yeah, that was, a, I don't know. That was a stunt that he someone asked me, is he still no, on his route the other night? No and I was like, not. I really don't know if he's up there. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, sticking with Houston, let's get to the NFL. And I want to ask you this, uh, this story broke earlier and I wanted to ask you how you felt about this. First time Houston's ever done this Texans signed QB CJ Stroud, their number two overall pick and agreed to terms with him on a four year rookie contract. He gets 36.3 million dollars overall with a signing bonus of 23.38, all fully guaranteed contract and signing bonus, and his entire signing bonus comes up front. That's the breaking, that, that's the big part of this, right? So he immediately gets $23.38 million. To me, this screams that the Houston Texans have seen something in this kid uh, leading up to this point. What do you think? That was my thoughts exactly, that he has really showed them out in camp that he can play they're his guy. They trust in him. They believe in him. Unless there's something going on behind the scenes that makes CJ Strout say, I don't know how this organization feels about me. And this was to prove to that point that they care about him and they see him as the future, which I don't know how true that theory is. That's just another thought. I think that they saw, they see something in him at camp. I think that they see a lot of potential in him and they already know that the spark that this city has from uh, uh, D'Amico Ryan's, D'Amico Ryan's head coach, the offseason moves that they've done, yep. and of course, this draft. Uh, so I think that, you know, and I think too, Jeff, it also is kind of showing that, hey, he's going to be with us even if it doesn't go great, guys. So yep. just know that we're not going to yeah, be shopping D'Amico around. Ryan's and CJ Stroud are there for a couple of years. We're not, uh, we're not going to be shopping around during the season. It's interesting. Um, I, you know, they're putting all their eggs in a basket, which is fine. They, you know, to your point and what I was saying is they, they see something in this kid that they like and D'Amico. Yeah. It's so, uh, if you're a Houston Texans fan, this is it. Just like Lauren was just saying, if you're a Houston Texans fan, this is it. You're set. Like you're done. And hopefully they can make the right moves to put some, uh, put some weapons around this kid and put a good defense together. Cause D'Amico Ryan's defensive, uh, defensively oriented. So, uh, We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. And then uh, let's see. 
Also, oh, Alexa's talking. <laughs> nice. Did uh, you hear also, that? Yeah, just a little bit, but oh darn, I meant to mute it. My and this is what we do whenever we do shows from home. I don't know how someone said something and she thought she needed to sing. You've fallen. So, hey, so my look, so I don't want to say her name because she's gonna play again. Mine's mine's set to 7 30 in the morning with Michael Jackson. And I'm I get up at 5 30. Oh, MJ, MJ comes song? on at 7 30 in the morning every morning. What song? Uh, well, just whatever one is on. Like uh, it's usually Beat It or Billie Jean or something. It's fantastic. Man in the Mirror was on the other day. So it's seven thirty in the morning. I'm jamming out in my living room, dude. Man in the Mirror. It was fantastic. Uh, okay. So you get straight. <laughs> I just like envisioning this. You're getting straight out yeah. of your bed. You're jumping up and down. And you're going to dance. No, look. I so I get up at five thirty. I'm already, I'm usually sitting Early on the bird. couch on my computer watching. I have some sort of sports show on uh, the TV, and I'm just doing some computer work, and then it just kicks on. It, that's just I only have it set like that just in case I'm not up. If I go back to bed or something like that, boom, it comes back on. But uh, uh more football news. Oh, man, we have gone through this show quick. Uh, more money, money Monday. Uh, the Colts and their number four overall pick, Anthony Richardson, have agreed on a four-year deal almost identical to C.J. Stroud's. It's $33.9 million fully guaranteed. That includes a 21.72 signing bonus, which is also 100% up front. So the Colts look like they had their man. The Texans look like they had their man. The Titans have three number one picks in their camp. And then you had the Jacksonville Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence over there and obviously won the division last year. Well, the Titans also, too, I just will add, Will Levis just signed his contract two yep. days ago and DeAndre yep. Hopkins. Not, yeah, just got. I think they're a mess over there. Like, I, I just, I, who's their quarterback? Like, I get who they're coming out with Tannehill. I, Ryan's going to come out, but Malik Willis was there. And then they just got Will Levis. I, they had three number one picks in their quarterback room. That is wild. Sounds like Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Uh, speaking of Green Bay, Tom Brady and the Jets. By the way, Green Bay said today, not Tom Brady, I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets kicked off practice. Uh, he looks pretty good at camp so far. Green Bay Packers did say they will retire his number, but they'll cross that bridge when the time comes. So uh, the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson and that receiving core all kicked off uh, camp on Tuesday. They look pretty good. Uh, are you excited about watching the HBO show Hard Knocks? And are you excited about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers? That's what I was just going to allude to. You said it kicked off, and I was just going to say, and we're about to see it here in a couple yep. of weeks when Hard Knocks starts. I don't um, think that Aaron's going to talk a lot during Hard Knocks. I think he'll just avoid it. He'll avoid it, and if he said something that alarms reporters or people, then it's going to be it's going to spread like wildfire. Hey, our producer Jason just said, "What's up, y'all?" So he is joining in the show. Uh, I don't even know what city he's in at this at this point. Jason, but what's up, Jason? where are you at? Can't wait to get back uh, to have you back on the show on Monday. I saw your your pictures, Jason. I saw uh, you know you had a blast with your soccer team over there. We were just talking about Mbappe getting one point one billion offered to him. So we'll discuss that with Jason probably next week when he gets back. Oh, I he's definitely want to. He said he's at the Philly airport right now. So he's watching us at the airport. That is fantastic. Appreciate you uh, for watching at the airport. We'll try to keep Jason entertained. <laughs> also, I had some, uh, I went on a, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, so, someone I know lived in Philly for the past five years and told me some crude things about it. So I want to know what your experience was like in Philly. We will ask Jason about his soccer. He went to go see his favorite team and play soccer. in Philly. Yeah, so we've got a lot of questions for you uh, either Thursday or Monday. We'll let you guys know. 
Um, all right, let's see. We've gone over a ton. The MLB trades. We haven't gone over the trade deadline. Maybe we'll hit that later on this week. The NFL news has been absolutely through the roof. We talked about the running backs. We talked about uh, what if, if the salary is going to change. They're probably not. We went over the soccer news. We talked about some MLB stuff. Uh, Lauren fell out of a chair. Let's see. What else What else do we got going on? Ah, the British Open was this past weekend. Uh, an American won the British Open, which was um, – it wasn't shocking. It was bad weather. I watched the whole thing. But uh, Harmon, what's his name? Josh, Brian Harmon, not Josh. Brian Harmon ended up winning the British Open by five or six strokes, which was uh, – did you watch any of that? No, I did not. No, I did not. Uh, all right. Um, what else do we have going on? Uh, I just want to know what everyone else thinks out there about this X on Twitter. Oh, we going it's going to take some getting used to. So it's, it's at the top of my screen now. And the, yeah, the bird is gone. There's no more Tweety bird. It is, it gone. is on the little emoji as far as my like little, I don't know, bar, my Internet Explorer bar, if you don't even call it that anymore. Um, but it's not on the actual page. Mine is. Well, OK, so the actual page, it has the X and at the top on the bar, it does have it. Uh, it is it is all Twitter. Oh, mine's a little, mine's a little bird still at the top. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. So Twitter changed its uh, logo. We will not be changing Sports with Balls logo. But if you want to find us, go to <laughs> Jeff Michael underscore four two two on X. Is, do we call it X or is it still Twitter? That's what I'm saying. I do, I don't know what to refer to this thing. What do you guys think? Do you like it? Do you is not? It, How are you gonna? Refer but is to it Twitter? It? Um, I don't. I really don't know. So if I say, hey, follow me on. What's what's what is that? What is that? Is it follow, follow me, me on, on Elon Musk's platform? <laughs> follow me on Twitter, Jeff Michael underscore four two two or Lauren double underscore Leal. Uh, just type in Jeff Michael HTX or Lauren Leal on Instagram or on there too, or on uh, any social media platform. Type in Sports with Balls. Follow the page; it's on there. Also, the podcast version of the entire show will be up right after this. Just go to any podcast arena. Type in sports with balls. We are there. I want to thank a couple uh, of people. Uh, go ahead, Lauren. I wanted to ask your opinion really quick before we go on another hot topic in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson not looking as great and stellar Ooh. as the Browns wished or hoped for. They really want to see some turnaround like the 2019-2020 season before he took a step back and away. Um what are your thoughts on the situation? Do you think Deshaun Watson will come around? Is the talent still there? Is it no. gone? No, no, it's his head. Uh, Deshaun Watson's talent, like if we're, if we're just talking strict, strict ability, like, yes, his talent's still there. It's his head. I said this from the very beginning that he will not uh, – playing quarterback in the NFL is the toughest position in sports. It takes a lot of mental strength. And we saw his off-field actions – we know that he's not mentally capable of, of actually consuming all this, taking care of it and addressing it. He hasn't addressed anything really. He hasn't come out and said anything. We haven't, we've heard nothing about him going to any therapies or, or teaching anything or trying to be a better person. No, we've heard absolutely zero. He was terrible last year when he filled in the last six games of the season. And now you're, you're hearing these rumblings, but look, does it matter? They fully guaranteed his contract. He's $260 million richer regardless if he ever plays the game of football again. So very true. Very true. This year's going to be a testing year for him professionally, personally, they're going to tie together within the game. See if he can take out his personal life and get into the field. 
I don't know. Hopefully the talent is still there for him because he's a great, great talent. Anyways, yep. I just wanted, we were, we had a lot of NFL that we got to today that was still on my screen. So I wanted to ask you about it, Jeff. I think that from here on out, probably half the shows are going to be uh, NFL shows. Uh, well, I mean, half of the show, like, you know, because NFL's it, it's creeping up, man. And it's, it's four or five weeks away. Actually, the Hall of Fame game is in two weeks. Right. Is that crazy? All right. Maybe I'll we'll go have back. football on our TV in two Sundays. Wow. I think it's Sunday. That just yeah. speeds up the entire process. Like not this Crazy. Sunday, but the next. Yeah, that is wild. Uh, and I'll be in Vegas in four weeks for my draft. Uh, I, I got it. Yeah, Jeff, we'll Jeff, uh, Jeff started out workout number one today. Or no, is no, about no. To. I've been going at it. I started two a days. I, you know, I, I really trying to get in shape. And it, it's only for like one day at one pool in Las Vegas. <laughs> That's it. It's for one Saturday well, afternoon. I've, I've got to just get in shape. Uh, hey, you works. know what? Get that summer bod. We're already in the middle of it, but but you do you. Uh, before we get out of here, I want to thank Wes Dunn at westoncg.com, 832-534-2374. Call him for all your roofing needs and exterior stuff. Uh, real quick, players eligible for the 2024 Baseball Hall of Fame. Newcomers, Adrian Beltre, Adrian Gonzalez, Joe Maurer, Chase Utley, David Wright. Returning players. This is interesting because I believe there's two guys on here that need to be in. Carlos Beltran, Todd Helton, Andrew Jones, Manny Ramirez, A-Rod, who will never get in, Gary Sheffield, and Houston's own Billy Wagner. Hmm. Billy Wagner and uh, uh, first person you named. Carlos Beltran. Carlos Beltran. Andrew Jones as well. He was special. I wish he would have uh, gone a little bit longer, but uh, his his career was not as uh, he was unbelievable at center field for the Braves. He was so good, so good out there, and uh, it sucks that he is not. Or it, it just his his career got cut a little short. A Rod being on there, you might as well take him off. Uh, speaking of guys, of careers getting cut short, I always thought Carlos Beltran was going to end his career, and he just kept going. And going. Mr. Playoff, going. Carlos Beltran and going. Yeah, he got involved in that uh in, in the uh, cheating conspiracy as well, uh, being a, a, a player and a coach. So uh, we'll see how how Beltran uh, gets in there. But the newcomers: Adrian Beltre, Adrian Gonzalez, uh, Joe Mauer, Chase Utley, and David Wright. Not too strong of a field. Uh, there's some good players in there, but nobody that actually stands out that I'm like, oh wow, like they're getting in first ballot. There's no first ballots like at all. I, not not from that list not not for my money like so i mean other people might have like somebody in in dodger world or or in the rangers adrian beltre phillies chase utley and then the mets david wright they, they might think different but uh i'm i'm not thinking anybody uh, is going in uh real quick before we leave i show you all this right here is pretty cool um 2023 softball championship uh mila mj Mike hey that's yeah. awesome we had our little softball party last night, and uh, they, they got rings and everything. It was pretty cool. For, That's it was a my fancy first fancy ring. Yeah, my first uh, my first coaching softball season, and uh, we it was incredible. The girls were absolutely phenomenal, um, and I loved coaching. My my son's actually throwing a tennis ball around my house right now, trying to play baseball in the house. So uh, he's learning too. So uh, Coach Michael on his way up the ranks. There he goes. There he goes. <laughs> I want to do like the little uh, the clapping sounds but I, I don't have that on here uh, um, real quick too. Like we mentioned, uh, Jason will be back next week. He's our producer. He said he played craps with a few Eagles players, greedy Ooh. Williams and Terrell Edmonds. There you go. How'd they play Jason? 
Yeah, did you win any money off of them? Yeah, did you win any? <laughs> win any? Uh, Jason's going to have some stories, dude. Uh, so if we have a show Thursday, which we may, we'll uh, we'll get some stories from Jason. And if not, we'll hear everything next Monday. We'll let you guys know. Of course, there'll be plenty of NFL news next week. We'll have more injuries. By the way, there was a couple of injuries we didn't get into, uh, but one looks not as serious uh, as it was supposed to be. There was also an injury on a jet ski. But uh, we'll update you with all the NFL injuries next week. Jason will be back. Myself, Lauren. Uh, closing thoughts, Lauren Leo? Anything? Have a great week. Always look where you're stepping off of your chair. Um, <laughs> and keep your head up. It's always right. tomorrow. Go get some food and drinks at Chris's tailgate. I'm Jeff Michael. She's Lauren Leo. This is Sports with Balls. We'll see you guys uh, in a little bit. Later. Later.